And the masters of the universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! What up, everybody? It's your boy, Cousin Oz, the People's Mailman, back for another episode with Cousin Tony the Architect. Now, for all the listeners out there who grew up in the 80s, if you didn't get a nostalgia overload listening to that He-Man intro, then you and Cousin Oz gonna have some problems. Yo, Cousin Tone, you had my car knocking out here outside the post office. When that bass dropped, hoo-wee, damn, that was sick. Once again, you killing them, cuz. Now back to He-Man. I was a certified groupie back in the day, and I'll let you in on a little secret. I still am. Nothing gets my heart racing, my blood pumping, and my juices flowing more than when I'm reminiscing about my childhood. The Oz's holy trinity. Now these three things pretty much sum it up. Basketball. Watching it and playing it. Video games. I was obsessed with beating every game that I played, no matter the difficulty. And lastly toys. I wanted them all. Transformers, GoBots, Voltron, Transor Z, Thundercats, G.I. Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Speak and Spell, Monchichi, Madball, Smurfs. You get it. I love toys. But no toy or cartoon captured my imagination more than He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It has and always will be my greatest obsession. So there it is. The first step to getting help is first admitting you have a problem. He-Man is my drug of choice. And our next guest is my favorite dealer. This individual has been there since day one of my sickness. <clears throat> I mean obsession. Sorry. I meant hobby and has been enabling me my entire life. I'm referring to the one, the only, Carlos Critter Mercado, aka Los the Collector, the most powerful collector in the universe, and my cousin who I consider my brother and who I love to death. So it's time to get nostalgic, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yo, Tone, take it away, cuz. <laughs> All right, all right, Cousin Tone. We are here with the Cousin's resident toy expert, Los the Collector. He-Man slash G.I. Joe slash Thundercats slash Mythic Legion Super Collector. And most importantly, our real cousin. What's good, Cuzzo? Welcome to the Cousin's Collectibles podcast, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me, bro. This is a long time coming. And yeah, finally, man. We're here. We're here. So yeah, yeah, we, we, we've been dropping hints about Los the Collector since I, I think our original, you know, when we first gave our little, you know, two minute <laughs> intro to what Cousins Collectible is going to be. So, yeah, right. it, it's been a, a long time coming, man. Um, so I waited patiently. I yeah. waited patiently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, know, yeah, you know, good things come to those who wait. I guess, I guess, you know. <laughs> so little, now that you're here, salt. man. There's a little salt over here, but I'm okay now. <laughs> So now that you're here, let, 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 let's let's talk about you, man. Let, let, let's let's go from the beginning. You know, the legend of Los the Collector and the Oz, you know, the biggest rivalry the world has known to date. You know what I mean? Like, let, let, let's talk about how we became mortal enemies, but how much that I love you and how much you love me. But let, let, let's get into your background, man, how we grew up 
And, okay. you know, and then from there, we'll go into, you know, why you are Los the Collector. But talk about you a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, I grew up outside of Reading, man, and, and, and around the corner from from the Oz and, and, and from, I got a year on you. So from day one that you was born, I had the crosshairs, bro. I said, this guy, this guy's going to be coming from my spot. And I'm, I'm not going to have that. So that's, <laughs> no, we, uh, it, growing up, man, the stuff that, I mean, we was, we was neck and neck. Everything was, was on an even, even, even keel. You know what I mean? I get this, you get this, I get this, you get this. And we just, we played with it. We destroyed it, and then we move on to the next one. And it was always, it was always me and you, you know. And then these guys started coming out, you know, <laughs> cousin Tone and all that. They started coming, and then you know, but me and you kept that, kept that bond, brother. And and what bond, I think happened know? is once these little scrubs came around, like cousin Tony, cousin Bonks, and you know everybody else, they kind of like drifted towards you. You were like their leader. And then I think you brainwashed them into thinking I was the bad guy somehow. Well, well, no. What it is was genuine, genuine love. I love. Oh, is that what it was? That's what. Yes, you know what I mean. I mean, Tony, Tony lived three houses up from me, and and we used to play hoop with those, those adjustable. You know what I mean? He put the pin in the hole. Those adjustable basketball hoops. You know, they was like a doc. It might have been a Dr. J. <laughs> it might have been a Dr. J basketball hoop, and we set it up. In his living room, and me and him are playing, and you know, he was. I understood. I understood, Tony. No, well, see, nobody, so here, here, yeah, here's the thing. Him. Like, see, little, and you know, for those who don't know, we, our family, we kind of like, for some reason, we we own like a two block radius. <laughs> I don't know if. You know, I always say whoever was the realtor, he he really racked up. Oh, he made out. Yeah. He made out. So, yeah. But um, you know, and and you know, little, little comments like that from the Oz, like when these scrubs. Ah, uh, see, yeah, see, it's, it's a joke. Little, it's a joke. You guys can't take know, jokes. You know, little little things go. like that, or you know, but nah, <laughs> it's, it's, so sensitive. <laughs> nah, but bro, hey, brother, seriously, man, welcome. It's like you said, it's been a long time coming, and it's yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a pleasure. And and for those, like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. Um, as opposed to the traditional interview, we'll kind of be bouncing things back and forth. Um, we'll get into a little bit of national talk. There's a little bit of an announcement that we want to make about that too. But, um, with Carlos, you know, this guy, you want to talk about a super collector, this is it. I mean, and I'm gonna kick it to Oz and then he'll, um, you know, kind of set it off and we'll go from there. Yeah. No. So I, I just, like I said, this has been a long time in the making to you, to me, you know, you're my brother. We grew up, yes, like sir. you said, we, we were connected at the hip. So yes, whether sir. it was, you know, we were playing tiddlywinks, you know, it didn't, it didn't matter what the hell it was. We, yeah. we were just always competitive, you know, and now, you know, now it comes full circle to where, you know, we're older now. We got some disposable income, you know, cousin Tony and I started right. with the cards, you know, you right. got your toy collection. And we talked about before this even came up came about the podcast and everything was like yo mm -hmm. cousins collectibles we got you know we can get the cards you know and, and carlos can get the toys and bro you know and, and cousin bonks you know he he got the you know good ideas and we just all bring it together and, and right. make it you know and it was it was joking but at the same time serious and now here we are months later yeah. you got your massive toy collection you're doing your thing you're on instagram posting you know we're, we're doing our podcast so it, it it's it, you know everything's falling into place so yeah. it's, it's pretty cool yeah. seeing, you know, all that that come about. So we, we're going to get into, you know, Tony, you know, obviously we got the background. So why don't you get into, you know, what what, what Los is doing? 
Yeah, brother. So like I said, now that we got your background, man, let's talk about that collection. What do you okay. collect and how long you've been collecting? And then any other little tidbits you can talk about? Well, it started it started with a, a little boy in a dream. And, you know, that boy wanted to cultivate a massive collection of toys that felt special to him. And one day I went to a flea market and I snatched those damn toys from that kid at a at a, a very a very a very perfect price. So and that's what that's the fruit of me robbing that kid. No, no, no. In all seriousness, um, I always I always kept my stuff. Not all of it, but I always kept my stuff. And I always and and like like us like the us said, we collected um, and got toys when we were younger. So in '82, when we saw that those advertisements for Masters of the Universe. Me and him was like, whole, you know what I mean? Holy crap, this thing's going to be huge. And we had to jump on it. And um, luckily, I was able to save my original stuff. So I got toys from that are mine from 1982. They ain't, they're not all that I, I went and bought from somebody else. These are my memories, and they're special to me. From 1982, I remember opening up that Manny Faces because that was my first, my first figure, and I still got them. That dude is special to me. Like, like I did an interview with, with with cousin Jason one time, and he asked me which one was my number one, you know, uh, 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 toy. And I got I got stuff that's you know worth hundreds of dollars. I got you know other things that I paid a lot of money for, and it was. And I told him I said that Manny faces is my is my my most prized possession because that was my first one, and that's the one I kept, and. You know what I mean? He, he, I never lost them. I never, it never got destroyed. It's in the same shape, you know, a little, little used, but it, that's, that's my, my, my grail. That's mm -hmm. my holy grail because I, I kept on, I, I held him from the very start. So, you know, it, it, truthfully, I brought up, I brought up joking around about a flea market. Me and my wife went to a flea market one time and, like I said, I had I still had my my Masters of the Universe from the original. But my dad built me a a case and I kept them in there. So we're at a flea market and she sees uh, a bin full of GI Joes. And joking around, she's like, "Oh, you should get your GI Joes again, or you know, start buying them. They're only a dollar a piece." Blah 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 blah. So that actually was the genesis of this. You know what I mean? Was that day at that flea market? And, and and she hates to she hates when I tell this story because she's like she goes don't put that on me don't put that on me and I'm like no it's because of you she's so, the catalyst she's, she's the one the that, yeah. that got you back she's the one that that lit, lit that little fire and now you know she regrets it but you know there was that day and and like I said I cleaned the dude out a dollar a dollar a figure you know now you can't get that for that but I mean I was a dollar a figure so I cleaned them all out and that was the that was the the, the beginning of of everything that I've been doing since, you know, wow. so yeah. Now you guys will get to see, you know, you'll see a little bit of, of Los's collection on YouTube. I mean, I'm looking at it now and he's got tons of, of figures and glass case, real, real nice yeah. stuff. But um, now yeah. you, you, aside from being a toy guy, you're a big wrestling fan. Right. So, but I do notice that you don't have any wrestling no. figures. No. Why? Well, years ago, before we moved, before we moved here, I had I bought a bunch of uh, uh, 
uh, WWE guys um, and, and had them on a wall display and everything like that. I got to the point where I started losing interest in wrestling. I started losing interest in collecting these these figures. So, you know, to get some money so that I can keep buying the stuff I, I really want, I sold them. I sold them on, uh, I'll say, I sold them on McCarty. Um, But I ended up doing it a backdoor deal where they weren't involved kind of thing. So, okay. yeah. So I ended up selling these things, the whole lot, for like six hundred bucks, which was, which was good. I was I was okay with that, and it was and we're looking at like um, it was like maybe sixty figures, fifty figures, something like that. So I send them out to the guy, and, and something something told me I'm gonna get screwed with this. And here he gets them, and he starts complaining that these aren't the figures I I agreed to buy. So I'm like, Shit. so I knew, and then and then Macari was involved, and and there not, I wasn't guaranteed because I didn't go through them. So now I'm really screwed. So and I knew I knew that SOB was going to send back stuff that wasn't mine, and that's exactly what he did. Mm. So he kept all the good shit, yeah, and sent me back all, all this nonsense, broken figures, and and I you know I fought it, fought it. But because I didn't go through them, Macari was like, you know what I mean? We can't we can't be responsible for that. Right. So since then, since then I was like, you know what, I'm never gonna get screwed again on that level. What I ended up doing with the toys, I took them to because they were they were in horrible shape. I took them to the to uh, Hope Rescue and donated for kids to sell, you know, give them to kids, sell them to kids. Mm-hmm. I don't I just gave them up. So since then I was like, you know what, I don't want nothing to do with the the WWE figures, and some of them are pretty, they're pretty nice. You know, got the little itch. But I'm like, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. So that's why I don't have any wrestling thing. One, because of that, the 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 screw job, and two, I'm starting to lose. I lost interest in in the the product itself. I got you. That's almost you know like I mean? um when when you sell, well, buy and sell cards. We through PayPal, we have that you know protection, okay. you know, goods and services. Where if if that would have happened, you know, then you kind of have a little bit of protection. But you essentially uh, did, you know. I get it. You like, you know, I, yeah, the, take brain, the brain fart. I had sure. the brain fart. Yeah. Sure. So, but, you know, you know, it, it, it happens. It happens to the lesson. best of us. You know, sure. they, exactly. Those those are things that you build upon, and you know, you learn that lesson, and now you move on, and and you do better from that. Now, <clears throat> so let's talk about toy collectors. You know, they're they're a different breed than I think. Uh, card collectors similar but there, there's some different things now every time i see a reel on instagram you know and, and even when i look in your background you know you have the glass cases and you have all the figures you have some figures that are in the boxes thundercats up above but for the right. most part you know you have all your figures out of the box and displayed so like right. i said every reel that i see i see all these uh you know figures out of the box you know so what are like the rules of, of toy collecting like toy collecting etiquette is it okay to take it out the box does it change you know the value of that like what what you know how do, how do you explain you know well, inbox outbox no no and that's that that's we talked about this before you know in person you know off camera stuff like it's it's all personal preference kind of thing i mean what what are you getting into collecting for 
Are mm-hmm. you getting into collecting to to flip these guys and make a profit and all like, or are you collecting because it gives you that nostalgic feeling or you you could take um uh like appreciation for essentially some of them are art pieces. You know, yeah, they may be able to move and they, you know, they 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 got, you know, rubber bands in them or something. But essentially they're art pieces. Somebody along the line uh, um, sculpted this thing and it became a toy. So, you know, so you almost got to be on which side are you on? I'm kind of in the middle uh, of, of that whole thing. Like I can, I can keep things in, in on card or in package. And then there's times where I'm, you know, I got, I got to touch this thing. I got to, <laughs> I got to display it. I got to put it with all its, its, its weapons and stuff like that. So it's almost, I don't know. You, you got to play with it. Just say it. Yeah, I, I got to play with it. I'm a kid. I'm I got to ask. Heart, I got. I, I I have to ask. I have. To. It's Saturday morning. Okay, you go upstairs in your room. Is there a TV? Is there you know? Is the underoos? Is this how far? No, did, how far does it go? I I I don't play with my stuff. Okay. My stuff. But I'll walk in this room and go, damn. You know what I mean? And, and look all around and just stand there. I'll do. I lay on the floor and do freaking uh snow angels <laughs> you know but I, i'll sit back and I, i'll admire or take pride in the stuff that i did but i know i don't play i don't play with my things i don't uh, uh other than the video or the the pictures i i take for instagram that's that's the only posing you're gonna see uh-huh. you know what i mean me do i don't really i don't really play with plus you know, my wife will come in here and make fun of me. You know, I, she lose respect for me, man. I can't, I can't come back from that. So, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't sit there and you know do that. Psh, psh, psh. You know, I don't do, I don't do that stuff. Okay. You know, some, for but some truth, reason, for some reason, I don't know. I don't believe that. No, 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 no. But, but truthfully, I, I mean, I mean, you can, dude. When we used to go, when we go to your house, mm-hmm. and I'm bringing all my stuff over. Mm-hmm play or did we just set up it depended i mean like for the most part it was just it was set up you know what i mean like you did have yeah, yeah but you did have uh your dad built a wrestling ring yeah he did yeah he did you know what i mean so it was so like we had the he-man and then yeah. you know los's dad built the wrestling ring with you know <laughs> and it had the string so it was kind of like you know you could pretend like it was a wrestling match between you know he-man yeah. skeletor whoever you wanted to do you know so back in the day we used to do all kinds of stuff, you know, when it came to the toys and it, and it was funny because like I had everything, you know, I yeah. had it all, you know, we, we yeah. both collected, you know, tons of He-Man, G.I. Joe's, Transformers, so on and so forth. And, you know, the difference between me and you is your dad actually saw that you valued this stuff. He built you cases, you know, glass, right. you know, wood, you know, and then with the door and then you could see you had the glass on out or the plastic and then, yeah. you, you know, you could put these things away and actually preserve them where my parents were like, man, you know what I mean? This is junk. They're just, they're just toys. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as I bounced to college, that's it. It was gone. You know? So I always like, I got one guy, I got one Skeletor battle armor Skeletor from, you know, that's my only vintage guy that I had. So then when I seen, you know, when I first went to your house and seen your collection, dude, I was like, yo, I, I, you know, it was exciting and I was happy. And, and but at the yeah. same time, I was like, I, I felt like empty on the inside. Like I was missing, you know what I mean? Like, damn, 
like this was my childhood and it's gone, yeah. you know, and yeah. here you are sitting doing, you know, snow angels in your damn room. And you got so many toys and I'm just like, I got one, you know. Yeah. So we'll get into a little bit later, but the eyes got the, you know, it got the bug now. You know what I mean? Like you, well, you brought up, you brought up that wrestling ring, dude. I had that thing up until I moved into this house. What'd you do with it? Cause I, it, it could, it was, I had it in the basement and it couldn't be saved. It was uh, falling apart. So I ended up just, just tossing, but it lasted. I mean, it lasted, you know, whatever, however long it was, but I still got the case with the, with the glass door and everything. Mm -hmm. That's in the, that's in my basement. I still got that thing. So my dad asked me about that it is. probably like a year or two ago. Son, do you still got that case? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, man, he goes, I thought you would have put it. I said, no, no, I still got that. That's a work of art, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that, and that preserved that preserved a lot of your memories from childhood. So that, that kind of, you know what I mean? In that aspect, I'm like, man, I always think about that. Now, getting back to like the etiquette. So you're okay. saying basically you got to make a choice as a toy collector. You know what I mean? Like you can, I mean, and again, and you know, similar to cards, you know, cause there, there's, there's card collectors that they build sets or, you know, they do different types of, of card collecting. There's people that just want to get the case hit so on and so forth. So when it comes to the toys, you know what I mean? Like you said, some guys just want to go ahead, take it out, touch it, feel it, you know, pose it, take a nice picture of it. You know, myself, I, I bought a ton of toys just recently getting back into it as I, I, I can't take it out the package. It's like, but you're, but you're staring at them like you, oh, bro, like, like a mug. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking at them like, yeah, I can't yeah, stop looking yeah. at them, you know, and yeah. I love cards. I love yeah. cards and I love collecting them, but it's like toys. He man, that was, like I said, that was my childhood. You know what I mean? Besides Nintendo playing video games, it was all about, you know, for that, for that, for that three year period. Me and you, from from like I said, eighty two is when they came out. So about eighty four, eighty five, because then we started doing other things. Mm -hmm. That period right there, bro, that's all we were about. Yeah, was was Masters of the Universe. That was our thing. And I used to get, and 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 I've I've said this to you. I used to get I used to get jealous because you would get you would get stuff. Now my mom and my dad. Well, not necessarily my dad, but my mom would be like, oh, you know, Galito, we can't afford this. And, we, you know, we can only get you what we can, you know. So it kind of made me feel like shit that I'm asking for it. <laughs> but I still wanted it. Yeah. It was like, okay, okay, I get what you're saying. Can I get it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and and I don't know. Do you remember how much how much the, the they cost? Probably like six bucks? Five ninety nine, six ninety nine. Yeah, four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Depending on where you went, right? So, uh so you know, back I mean now that's nothing, but back then that's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot of money, man. So, you know, you know, compared to like a, a the old G.I. Joe's, G.I. Joe's were like three dollars. Yeah. You're doing, you know, you're going up in more in price. So it was a harder sell, especially to my mom. And um yeah, she's hard ass. But anyway, <laughs> but uh 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 but for that, like I said, for that that two, three year period, man, we were we was focused on that, and when I seen you get the castle, I'm like, Ugh. I seen you get the snake mount. I'm like, oh my god! I can, can I can I get something? Can I get something in between? You know what I mean? I, and and I'm packing up my little suitcase. I'm and telling mom I'm going over to Cotty's house. We're gonna go play He Man because he got all the things, and all I got is this box. <laughs> you know what I mean? This case, you know, or a bag that I bring over figures because I remember our deal. Our deal was I get one, you get the opposite 
character, you know what I mean, to, yeah. to fight. And then you go and mess that up by getting both of them. And I'm like, this guy's a piece of shit, you know what I mean? And he's ruining our, he's ruining our, our, our uh, hey. arrangement. You know, but they kept coming out with figures. I I had to take care of it. But you know, bro, the, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what. The the the, the most the, the the biggest memory, one of the biggest memories I have is when I found one, and I'd run over to your house, or you would you would get yeah. something, and you ran over to my house to show me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like I was like that was like a highlight. Like when you came, and we talked about this before. When you came with the Crimson Twins from <laughs> from GI yeah. Joe. And you went to Kitty City, in, in down in, in King of Prussia to, to bring this to buy this thing, and you came back up, bro. The, the biggest, <laughs> I was like, hold, I was like, damn. <laughs> what I'm talking about? I'm like, where'd you get this? Where'd you get this? You're like Kitty City. There's no way my mom's gonna go to Kitty City. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but those are between me and you. Me running to your house, you running to my house. Look what I just picked up. You know, look what I just got. Blah 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 blah. Those memories. Yeah. And that, and that's the nostalgia part of it. And, and, you know, and we always talk about that when we're, you know, collecting cards and the big thing about, you know, card collectors and that people get upset about, you know, we talk about the pump and dumping and, and people, yeah. you know, blasting, you know, whatever they have and, and, and showing it on Instagram, you know, back in the day we had those toys and the first thing you wanted to do was show it off, but not sure. to be like, you know, a jerk about it and be like, no. ah, look what I got. It was like, yo, I got to, I got to show Carlita. You know, I got to show yeah, those. I, I found, I found this. This is what yeah. I found. Check right. And then yeah. if you would get something, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, my mind blown. Like, I can't believe you got real blast. You know what I mean? Like whatever it was at that time, you know what I mean? When you got something I got and that, and that's what this, you know, what collecting does, you know, whether it's toys or cards, and we're trying to get that, you know, across to a lot of the people that, you know, listen to our podcast and things like, right. listen, you know, it, 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 we always talk about a, a fine line between pumping and dumping and then just, you know, being proud of your collection and showing it off because, you know, you get this stuff to go ahead. And, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I would right. love for you to come over here, even though you probably have, you know, everything no, I got I, here. I, but I can still take I can still take appreciation for what exactly. You Exactly. And I can go over there and, and the same thing. And then I can go over yeah. to Tony's and he has his, you know, Roberto Clemente's and whatever else, you know, he he's collecting this. And that's what the hobby does. And it gives yeah. you that that good feeling. That's and that's what everybody got to understand and what we got to get back to, you know, and, and again, that that's a whole different. Well, story. Let me, well, let me ask you this. Since you're you brought up the the, the what do you call it? Pump, pump and dump? pumping dumpers. Yeah. Now, what what is that in, in exactly like? Someone OK. Basically, what it is, is like, just say, say, for example, you know, there's a certain set of cars, you know, we'll go into Marvel. There was a, you know, a bunch of Marvel cars that came out and they were precious metal gems was the, the style of the card. So they're real shiny, real nice. And before two years ago, they were worth basically nothing because nobody really cared about it. Now, you know, it would be like Spider-Man, the Hulk, Captain America, Captain Marvel, you know, all the Marvel characters. Right. The, the, the main know, hitters. The main right. hitters. Right. And, the, you know, and there's yeah. two types of there was the, you know, the the green and the red. And then the, we have like a blue and a purple, you know. So, but right. the main thing was they really weren't worth anything. So then, yeah. you know, there was people out there that were like, hmm, you know, this same card, this precious metal gem, if it's a Michael Jordan green precious metal gem, mm -hmm. that's a, a million dollar card, maybe more. You know, because there's only 10 of those made. Okay. And so those people are like, well, if if that's a million dollar card for Jordan, you know, 
freaking Iron Man, you can consider him the Jordan of Marvel. Mm-hmm. So what? Why wouldn't a green, precious metal gem in Iron Man be worth something? Why is right. it only worth fifteen bucks on right. eBay right now? That card should be worth five thousand, ten thousand. Why not? Because there's only ten of those. Mm-hmm. So now, wheels are spinning. Those individuals, you know what? Nope. Everybody's sleeping on it. I know this card has value. I just do. I believe in this card. Let me snag them all up. You buy all these cards, you get them, you know, and now, okay, I have an Instagram. I have a following. Yo, check out what I got. Bang. You know, and then bang. Now, every day you're showing a new Martin. Now, everybody's like, yo, what are these cards? What, what's this about? You know, who would, what, what? and then so, everybody. So, so this person is cultivating. Uh, that, that, this is hot. They're this creating the, a market. Is, they're creating a market. Okay. They're creating a market. They're pumping this okay. individual cards that had no value just a few okay. months ago. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's hot and heavy, precious metal gem, Marvel. And so now, you know, there's people that are like, yo, I need to get that card. And there's others like, whoa, 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 hold on, wait, wait, wait. What's this individual doing? He's he's mm-hmm. pumping this card. He has a ton, you know, a lot of these cards. I know he got them. He shows us, you know, all these cards. He's eventually, yeah. he's creating this market. He's going to get, they're going to get high in value and he's going to, sh- you know, sell them off and make a killing. And then the people that buy into him, are now are now they bought on the high end they bought on the high end now they're holding the card that you know six seven months later you know dips down in value you know and and is no longer it still has a higher ceiling than what it was but it's nowhere at what they purchased it for so that's what you know the classic pump and dump when it comes to you know what i mean but like that that's the main difference but when when it comes to the toys or, or things that we're talking about it's like it's not necessarily pumping and dumping it's just look i'm proud of my collection i love what i collect sure check it out you know well and I, I, the the you know as far as like the stuff that i choose to collect may not have huge you know uh flippability can we go with that flippability yeah. Yeah. yes that's right. a word we'll go with it okay. it is now it is, yeah, but to me, it's 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 that it's that piece that's like, damn, that's that's a pretty that's a special piece. Now, like I said, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not I'm a collector, not a flipper. Like we talked about before, I'm, a, I'm I don't get stuff to to turn it over and to sell it. I may do some here and there, but that's not my prime primary, you know, focus. Um. Usually, when I do sell it, and I and I talk, I talked to you off off camera. That I had a, I just recently sold a GI Joe Defiant. Now, this Defiant is considered a, a holy grail in the GI Joe world. Um, now, real quick, what what is the Defiant? What is that? The Defiant, it's a it's a space shuttle gantry. I mean, it's a huge. It's like I'd say a good you know thirty inches long by or maybe two feet high and when this thing converts up it, it's a huge 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 um toy and it came out in 87 and by then you know i was already done with with toys so i never even seen it in the store um so th- this thing like i said i, I got it for p- pennies if you want bought it at a flea market i remember walking up i was with i was with my son Walked past it and I, I did a double take. What? I said, whoa. And I looked over. How much? She said, ah, 30, 30. No, she said 40 bucks. I said, I'll give you 30. 35. All right, 35. So I'm carrying this big thing back to my car. 
You know what I mean? And and it wasn't complete. It didn't have all the stuff. It was missing. It was missing a lot, but it was something to work with. And my plan was to build this thing up, get pieces and you know all that kind of stuff. Well, as I started realizing, and and like I said before, the smaller the piece, the harder it is to find, the more expensive it is. You know, like you guys talk about with your cars of finding that card that's just in somebody's somebody's uh, basement that they didn't even know they freaking had and it's worth, you know, all this kind of... Well, here, the, these little things, nobody kept them. You know, when 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 we used to play, we'd open the package and the, and, and the, the, yeah. the weapons would go wherever. So li- the littlest things, they're, they're sometimes the most expensive to get. Like I've seen a ladder for um, a playset that's like 200 bucks. You know, and it's something that you think about, it's $200. And more than the more than the, the 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 thing itself, you know what I mean. So there's where it, it, it gets a little hard. So I was like, you got to come to the reality of I'm going to spend more money trying to get this thing back up and running than it's probably worth. You know what I mean? So I even if I wanted to, I got it, you know, in perfect condition. I try to sell it. I'm probably just going to break even or even lose some money. So you know, sometimes I'll cut my losses. Make a make a nice size chunk chunk of change, you know, and and just be like, you know what? I, even though I would like to, I gotta have it because it's it's that that grail. Like I said, sometimes you gotta just let it go, take that loot, and go get something else. So, so it, you, it, you it, bought that for thirty five, and then you uh, yeah. quote unquote flipped it for what? For close to seven. Seven dollars. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Yeah, seven hundred. <laughs> Um, he was happy. I'm happy. Now I got some more money to go hit RetroCon, you know, and, and just add more stuff to the to this to this room, you know, and into the basement. So nice, you know. But 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 with the card things, like like when you guys, like when you get a when when you want to get a card, and and you guys are you guys are looking for that, is that a personal thing or is that the business side like what do what what's what's more of your your calling i guess yeah for that for that grail for you guys is it that personal that you want to keep it and have it or is it because you're going you're going to flip it you know later on i can i can say that for me i've I've already reached a stage where it's personal i don't it's personal okay it's personal i don't i don't okay i don't want to get stuck with something that i bought with the intentions of selling it Okay. Because if I don't sell it and I don't like it, now I'm going to be really, you know, like bummed right. about it. It's just like, damn. Right. And I think Oz is kind of the same way. I mean, I'll let him speak for himself, but yeah, like the stuff I'm buying now, it's what I like. And it's just, it, it'll stay here. If it stays here, it stays here. If, if somebody wants to come buy it, then fine. But I'm not, I'm not looking. Like you, like you, you, yeah. you put up the, the punch out. You had the, yeah. a couple of times you put the punch out cards. Yeah. I, I just I, got. I, I was, I was liking them. Those are nice. yeah, and I just got another one, um, recently. And bro, those are, I, I mean, I guess they're worth something, but in the grand scheme of things, compared to Mickey Mantle's, uh, yeah. Hank Aaron's and stuff like that, they're worthless. But you know, you come over here and I'll whip those cards out, and I could probably have, I don't know, eight, nine, ten hour conversation about that one card, just because mm-hmm. it's going to lead from one thing to another to another right. to another. 
Right. And that's the, that's where, you know, that's where I'm at with the stuff that I buy. Cause I always tell Oz, I'm like, I'm looking for conversation pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could have a Mickey Mantle, you know, you could show me like, yo, this is, you know, worth this, blah, blah, blah. But in the corner of my eye, I see a, you know, King Hippo getting knocked out, <laughs> you know, by <laughs> little Mac. And I'm like, yo, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Mickey, yeah. I, I've never seen Mickey play. You know, I, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I can't, I can't tell you a story about Mickey Man other than his rookie card is worth a billion dollars. But yeah, I can't, right. I can't tell you that. I can tell you, King Hippo. I said, I can tell you. I know I memorized it, and when I beat King Hippo, I was hype. I was like, oh, let's yeah. go. What's who's the next guy and stuff like that. And that continues on and on and on. Like I said I don't, I don't have a lot of collectibles, but what I do have is stuff that I do like. I mean, and over my shoulder, you see it all the time. It's the picture of Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah, and that's just something that it takes me to a happy place <laughs> and a frustrated place because you know what I mean I slammed the controller down many a time. Well, but but that's but that's but that's it. That's the whole picture. That takes you back to when I didn't have bills, I didn't have uh, 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 you know responsibilities. I was just I was just me. It's a simpler time, but it was yeah. it was it's it was a it was this is where you started growing to be who you are. You know, and who you end up being. This stuff, you know, some people can look at it, oh man, you're you're freaking 48 years old, grow the hell up. Blah, blah, blah. No, man, mind your business, you know, don't worry about what I'm doing. This is my stuff. I pay for this. You know what I mean? You didn't pay for it. Yeah. So, you know, it's that don't some people some people think it's freaking awesome, and some people are like, Well, you know, I can't get into it, but I can see why you are, which I can appreciate that. You know what I mean? That means more to me than someone just going, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 48 years old. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, it's hey, to each his own. Some people collect, you know, you got people right. who collect fine wines, uh, liquors, you know, all and, kinds of and, things. And that's a good point because, you know, it, it comes down to it. Everybody collects. You collect, everybody collects something. Mm-hmm. There's, there, it doesn't matter what it is. Somebody, co- there's women who collect shoes, purses. They may not know it, but that's right. what you're doing. Right. You're everybody. Hey, hey Tone, what did your wife collect? Something. Yeah, so my wife collects sneakers. She didn't realize it till the other day when I'm like, you know what? Because she's talking. We're talking about, you know, she asked me about my cards or stuff like that. I was like, not for nothing, but the biggest collection in this house is not mine. It's yours, and you don't even know it. What yeah. do you mean? She loves sneakers. She yeah. loves them, bro. I mean, she's just, you know, and they don't have to be. I'm not talking, you know, five thousand dollar pairs. You know, she's got right. pairs from ten dollars up to whatever, like what whatever it is. But, and she kind of was like. Oh, you know, you have mm-hmm. that realization moment where it's like, right. and like you said, everybody has something, whatever it is, like guys, maybe it's purses, maybe it, it, whatever. And then everybody right. kind of has that. And this, I don't know, it just takes you to that happy place, man. You yeah. Know? I mean, there's people who collect shot glasses. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. now let me ask you, um, <laughs> yeah, you <know? laughs> that's the odds with the shot glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me ask glasses. you though, like with, with cars, we have vintage and modern and there's pretty like, definitive line with toys what's kind of the the line of demarcation as far as what's vintage what's modern and, and how do they like are some worth more like is, is a newer like like for instance and I'll, i'm sorry to hit you with everything at once but like today like a modern card could be worth 10 times what a vintage card is and and you know that player hasn't done much but how is it with toys uh well obviously if that if that vintage toy it's still in the package. Sky's the limit of how much it's worth. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Because there's, there's just in just in like the the Masters line. I mean, you got 
if you got if you get uh, a carded He-Man from Argentina, remember I, I told you guys about you know not necessarily knock us, but other other countries got licenses and mm-hmm. they were able to make it. Those are more expensive than an American version. Okay? Original, um, original. And now we're talking about in the package, like so, like a He-Man in the package from Argentina could go for you know fifteen grand. 20 grand now i seen um <clears throat> like ones in spanish is it is, does, is it in spanish no it's, like it's actually in? no that that that's really that's just because of where it was sold they, they'll do spanish french english mm-hmm. you know the language and stuff like that no this the company that i'm talking about from argentina was called top toys so they got the license to do masters of the universe from mattel down there mm-hmm. now I don't know. I don't know how they're getting out or, you know, what, what, maybe there's somebody manufacturing them again, but there's more and more flooding or coming out in the market and people are snatching them up, but they're also snatching them up with a high price tag. You know, whether they'll stay there. These are actually from the eighties or from the eighties. Okay. No, they're actually from the eighties. Yeah. So they're, they're, they were manufactured in, in 80. If you look on the thing, it'll say 83, 84, Whatever. Um, now, some of the you, you got to have a see. There's where the, the key is. Now, you guys, you guys with your cars, like you can tell, you know, if something is off, and you know. But the thing, the thing with with, with collecting Master Universe, especially old ones, there's so many variants because so many people were, so many companies were trying to get in on this success. So there's like you know, like the colors could be slightly off. Like there's a, I'll give you an example, like Manny Faces. I talked about Manny Faces. There's probably 10 different versions of the same figures with the whole licensing okay. and everything. I'm talking about licensed figures. Mm-hmm. But they, 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 they changed colors here. They had a different, they had a different plastic or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So some of them are more um, sought after, more rare than other ones. And and those ones that are rare, they're almost like their their quality is a little bit higher. So you had variations of quality and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of variables when it comes to collecting vintage on card Masters of the Universe because you gotta one you gotta do your homework. Two you gotta know know where this thing's coming from. You know what you're looking for. You know all that kind of stuff because you could be paying fifteen thousand dollars for you know, a, a, a $700 figure hmm. and not realize it, you know? So like you always talked about, in, you know, doing your due diligence, you know, you got to, you like using that word, your due diligence and stuff like that. With, when you're going to try and collect old school, you know, figures, you got to do your homework and you got to realize what am I buying here? Is this now, really where, from where here? Is this really that, from there? Where would you get that information? Well, there's a bunch of places online that have that that have you know the the, the different variations of the toys, and you can do you can see what what's what, you know, where's this color variation coming from, you know, um, there's like one uh, cyclone, you remember cyclone, right? They the spread their arms out, you spin them around, yep. like a like a cyclone. I think in the U.S. version, he has blue boots. That top toys company has yellow boots. 
So now those yellow, that yellow boot version is probably three times what the blue blue boot boot version is. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's 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 a tough it's a tough thing. Like if we go when we go to retro retrocon, I guarantee you somebody will have one. Nice. We'll have one there, and it'll be in a plastic case, and they'll have a huge price tag on it. And <laughs> you know, it, it, it there's going to be people looking at it. And going, man, I wish I could afford this. You know. What so I mean? to but, talking about retrocon, let, let let's get into the shows. You know, we got the national okay. coming up for yeah. the card. You know, for the hobby, which is the Super Bowl. You know, so that's going to be in Atlantic City. Um, you know, what what do you have for toys? Like, what you know, I know there's toy shows, but like, you know, you spoke about retro retrocon. What what exactly yeah. is that? When you go into one of those, like, what do you what do you see, and and how does it how does it operate? Well, well, retrocon. I've been going to them for the past. Uh, six years seven years maybe right out here oaks oaks pa so it's not that far away from where we're at um and and you know your typical huge warehouse uh uh tables everywhere vendors here vendors there people dressing in uh doing cosplay um there's uh there's actual they actually have uh what do they call them um well basically basically groups there's there's just like they belong, they're members of this group. So there's like Star Wars people that are, all mm -hmm. they do is walk around stormtroopers and oh, you know, okay. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, almost like a clan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, it's it's like a fun, it's like that whole fun environment. You see things you haven't seen since you were a kid. New stuff that just came out. Um, you'll see stuff that you didn't even know you wanted, you needed, but you gotta yeah. have it. You know, it's that, it's, it's that vibe coming out. Um, and, and, you know, us being on the East coast, it's, it's more centralized because you got Jersey's a big, uh, uh, action figure toy collecting state. So it's Pennsylvania, Maryland is becoming huge as far as collecting, um, toys and stuff like that. So this tri-state, our tri-state area mm -hmm. is, there's a, a, a plethora, if you will. <laughs> a plethora of, of shows that come up during the year probably I'd say maybe averaging around seven to eight that you could go to in the various you know different states and stuff like that so now, to me, me that's pretty you. cool so and Oz mentioned the national Oz you got to drop that uh, little little announcement that we made on IG but we'll throw it on here real quick but let me ask you real quick when you go to um, a table at a toy show prices negotiable or is it the sticker price because for cards usually most of the time the sticker on that card what is, is what the is. beginning of the conversation no it's the beginning okay. of the conversation oh it's the beginning of the conversation okay okay yeah. if you're in the know most you know okay. after a while you come to realize that the sticker is not really um some yeah. cards yes some cards you'll have some vendors that are firm but how is it in the toy i guess it would be it, it, if you go to a show and it's a two-day show Obviously, you're going to get better deals on that second day. First day, they're going to stick true to what, what they have there, and they'll be like, well, you know, no, that's my price. Don't buy it. You know, that, that that's their attitude. Now, second day comes up, you see that figure still there. You're like, listen, man, you had that up. It didn't sell. I'll give you, you know, this much. So you can kind of – the second day is a, a little bit easier to, to work out a deal than on the first. Um but then you got some guys who just, who just like like we talked about. They grab their phone like, oh, well, let me, 
let me see what eBay has it up for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, bro, I'm not. And then I buy it from eBay. Yeah. You know, I'm not buying it. For, <laughs> I, I'm buying it from you. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I said that to the one, two, one time. I said, bro, you're going on eBay. I said, I, for that, I just go on eBay myself and, and just buy it. Oh, yeah, but I got it here. Then give me a good price. You know? Yeah. Right. And I'll be like, man, I'm walking. I don't, I don't need it then. You know? And, and, the, and the truth of the matter is, you'll see, you'll see something at one table. You're like, okay, I got my eye on that thing. I guarantee you 100%, 100% you're going to see it on another table for $10 mm-hmm. less. You know what I mean? And, and all you got to be, you got to be patient and not, you know, for lack of a better term, blow your load right from the get go. Right. Cause it's probably yeah. going to be another, another deal coming, you know, on another table somewhere. And you just got to be, you got to know what you want, know what you're willing to pay. And if it ain't, if it ain't what you want, you move on, you know, eventually Sounds you'll familiar. Sounds very familiar. Is this what you guys do too? When you're yeah, I mean, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. You know, yeah. you go to these shows looking for the deal. You know what you have yeah. in mind. You know what you want to get. You know how much you're willing to spend. And you're hoping that you can find that particular item. And then you're hoping that that, you know, dealer is going to work with you. You know, yeah. like you said, you could easily go on eBay and find or wherever on the Internet, find whatever you want. So when you go to these shows, you know, you just want to try to get the best deal possible. Right. And you guys know it. You you you've dealt with with guys, sell, uh, vendors who just I don't know. They got they, whether they got a chip on their shoulder, or they got just an attitude about you know they don't want to wheel and deal with anybody. And then you got those guys that are like freaking easy to work with, and they're hooking you up, and they end up becoming your favorites. That you they're your go to. Let's go check out his table because I know he's going to be here. You know, mm-hmm. again this year. And there's like at least like ten dudes. That I see year in and year out, and they always got good stuff. They always got good prices, and like I said, my man that, that likes to shop, that likes to look on eBay. I look at his stuff, but I I I think I maybe bought one thing in the seven years from him, just because of that, sure. that whole the way he does stuff. But um, you know, it's you don't want to insult anybody. Also, you're also looking for that 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 deal, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's the game. That's the that's game. That's the game. That's the game. And eventually, I'll find it. And eventually, yeah. I'll find it for the price that I want. It's a game to me sometimes. Now, it'll be more fun if I'm with if I'm with you guys because, you know, now I got it, it's just it'll just be more fun. I've been doing a shit by myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> Talking to people, wheeling a deal, and you know, and stuff like that. But. You know, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely gonna hit up these shows, retro retro con and all yeah. these things like that. You know, and obviously Tony want me to talk about the national real quick, Sports Card Nation podcast. They're basically he's gonna have us on the uh, main stage at the national on uh Thursday with the twenty eighth at noon, right? No, it's actually got changed. It's gonna be okay. eleven thirty to noon, eleven thirty a.m. Okay. to noon. Look at so, that updated. So eleven thirty just- to noon. Cousins Collectibles, and we're going to be with uh, was it Danny Black from Sports Ball? Yes, sir. Yep, John, cousin John Newman, and 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 our new cousin Danny Black. Yeah, we're um we're going to be on the main stage. I don't, uh, I, you know, yeah. I well, mean, it's, it's let, me, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Is this going to be like a Q and A kind of thing? Or is there going to be people in the crowd like being able to ask you guys stuff? I think so. I mean, bro, honestly, it's you know, cousin John. You know, he he normally does this. You know, pretty much on a yearly basis. He's He's a regular at the national, so he's usually up on stage. So for him to ask us, you know, we're newbies. We've been doing this for how many months, Tone? 
seven months, something like that. Yep. yep. Seven months. You know what I mean? And, and it, like I said, it truly is an honor to go ahead and, and be brought up on the national stage. You know, this is our first time we're going to be at the national. So to actually be on the main, the main stage and, you know, talk about the hobby and, you know, hopefully take questions, you know, our main thing, you know, obviously we're going down and we, we have things in our mind that we want to get, but the main thing for me and Tony going to the national is actually meeting up with the people, you know, the people that we've been talking to, the, you know, and and just getting around and, and and actually, you know, physically, you know, shaking their hands, giving them a fist bump and, 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 and you know, building those relationships. Dude, that's We're big, looking man. forward to it, man. So, like, that's if you big. guys I'm are proud of you guys, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. But, um, you know, anybody who's listening, if you guys are going to be there, hit us up in the DMs. We'd love to, you know, meet up with everybody, as, as many people as we can and. You know, I'm there for a few days. Oz is there for a little bit longer. So, yeah, I mean, um, the people's mailman will be uh, will be readily uh, walking available. the floor. Yeah, readily available for any. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's funny that to touch I, to touch the people is he going to not so much that, but I'm surprised that the post office isn't set up there. You know what I mean? Like, cause they, you know, there's going to be people buying stuff that you know, like they can't take home. Yeah, like, there's people uh, you know, that, I'm like, you know what? Like, you know, not for nothing, Oz, but you might want to, uh, you know, you know it's funny you bring up, it's funny you bring park up the a, post office. Park a mailman truck outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I was just right before this, you know, I was working and I, the lady, she's the manager there, Jessica. <clears throat> so when I, I walked in, I'm getting ready. I'm trying to get out early so I can come meet up with you guys and get this podcast mm-hmm. going. So I'm putting my stuff away and she's like, Hey, Oscar. I'm like, Hey. She's like, hey, do you know where 2100 Center Avenue is? I'm like, yeah. She's like, um, do you mind going and tapping that blue box? They forgot to do it. If you can go get the mail out of that box. And I'm like, nah, I can't do it. She's like, excuse me? I said, like, I can't do it. She's like, well, why not? I said, because I got a podcast, baby. I got things to do. She's like, you don't have a podcast. I, I do. Cousins Collectibles. Look it up right now. She got on her Instagram. She's like, oh, my God, you got over a thousand. I said, yep. And I got to go meet my cousins. And we got things to do. But uh, she and then the other dude was like, oh, what? So you go on there and you talk crap about the post office? I was like, no, no, no. Actually, I said, I represent the post office. I'm the people's mailman. You know, so it's funny. She started following me and the other guy did, too. So it was a little funny moment. But I was like, nah, I got to go. Sorry, <laughs> that's what's up. Hey, so that's why I can't um, get. That's why I can't get mail on time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. No, dude, I, I, yeah, because yeah, you yeah, didn't wow. go get. Because you didn't go hit the blue box. <laughs> Somebody else, the young boy, had to do it. Sorry. There you go. Hey, so now coming down the home stretch, and this is where you know I'm, I'm gonna give you guys the floor a little bit. Um, you know, Masters of the U- Universe. That was a little bit. I, I watched it, but I was too young to grasp the the storylines. So with all this new stuff, I actually just finished watching the Netflix release or whatever that was mm-hmm. yesterday. It was it was pretty, it was dope. I was like, wow, it was actually graphic okay. and you know, right. you know, a little little, little graphic, a little bit better, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. nothing too crazy, but a, a little, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who may want to watch it. But um, but talk to me about like some either like unknown storylines or or just or or facts about the show that maybe somebody out there listening is like what the heck is all this crap and just might want to you know tickle them a little bit and get that interest going (laughs) well i mean when when the figures first came out you know they came with a little a little mini comic and everything like that the storyline was non-existent he was a barbarian in the in the in the jungle with a bunch of other barbarians and you know, there was like no, there, Prince Adam didn't exist. There was no, uh, uh, 
Like it was a battle for the castle. Like, like nothing was defined. Mm-hmm. Then as they, they kept on going, you know, the, the more, more creative minds were getting involved and all that kind of stuff. Now you look back with all the comic books. And I, I'll admit, I never really read the comics that came out from like DC or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the, the backstories of a lot of stuff, I mean, these guys went, they went deep. They went deep. And we talked about this all, all, off, off camera. And like, you know, like the Oz brought up Skeletor. Before he was Skeletor, he was Keldor. And, you know, uh, uh, half-brother of freaking Randor and ends up being Prince Adam's uncle or He-Man's uncle, if you will. You mm-hmm. know, and... and you know, everybody's like, damn, what the hell? You know, it's, it's always it's always got to come that full circle kind of thing. But then it gets even gets even uh, uh, dirtier because I said that the that the king's dad was living foul, <laughs> was living foul, uh, some blue skin chick. And that's how Skeletor looks the way he looks. And, you know, it, it's it, it gets it gets it gets deep. All right. So you're telling deep. me. OK, hold on. So. Basically, King Randor, who is mm-hmm. Prince Adam's dad, yes, right. Mm-hmm. He has a half brother named Keldor, yes, who's older, right. But ha- happens to be blue, right. Right. Now, Keldor eventually becomes Skeletor, right, because he ends up hook. Uh, well, in the one cartoon, that two thousand, that two thousand X version. He ends up getting burned with acid, and that's mm-hmm. why the skull the skull comes out, you know. So, so but he skin. goes to the skin stay the same, but he goes to Hordak to, to help him beg to beg for his life, and that's why he owes. So him you know, being all the thing. King Randor's yeah. half brother that makes Skeletor, He Man, slash Prince Adam's uncle. Right, but like we said, he should be the king because he was older. He's he was older, right? Somehow, but since, but since he, he was blue, him. the they weren't feeling the blue uh feet. <laughs> the, and, the blue and, people and, didn't get as much respect <laughs> as the uh as, they were as the light skinned King Randor. They, they were looked down upon, you know, as as inferior. Uh, a per, a percentage of yeah. if yeah. if I will, gotcha. a percentage of what the lighter tones would be. <laughs> Therefore, he was not given that, that uh that honor of being king. Gotcha. So, yeah. all right, so now let's talk about man at arms and Tila. So man at arms, the, the original story is that he adopts Tila after the sorceress yeah. is not able to take care of Tila yeah. because she has to perform the duties of basically, you know, keeping the powers of, yeah, of she, Greece can't, she can't leave the castle. Right? She can't leave the castle. So she gives yeah. Tila to be raised by man at arms. So yeah. in the new revelations they kind of have it where uh you know the sorceress and man at arms are like a you know romantic relationship and they show it as if you know they had tila but in the backstory they actually have fisto Mm -hmm. who is man at arms older brother right and he had a relationship with the sorceress with the sorceress. so the rumors are that fisto was actually tila's father and man at arms raised her. See, now I would go, I would tend to lean towards the latter one than the revelation mm-hmm. storyline because, you know, that's 
what's his name? Kevin Smith's interpretation. Yeah, interpretation. His interpretation. The because the original when we were when we watched the the, the filmation version, it was Fisto was her dad. So, you know, Kevin Smith switching it up, that's his artistic uh interpretation. What do you call that? Interpretation yeah. of his freedom. Mm-hmm. And and he he made it that way. Personally, so me, I like so I like this. Though is a deadbeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take care of his daughter. Take care. Dad, man. Take care of your freaking daughter. You know, art, 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 imitating life a little. Bit. There you go. Buy some freaking milk wow. and some diapers. So now, so now that everybody's got a little bit of crash course on he man, um, let me ask you, and then you know we can wrap it up from there. But what? Is that one figure that you don't have that it's just like out there that you're like, you know, that pie in the sky, maybe figure or or, or whatever, anything. Well, what what I is think, it? I think it I think it's and and people who are watching this, they'll they'll know the answer right away. And it, it's uh they called it um Wonder Bread He Man. <laughs> So and you, there you go, Oz. You heard you've heard about Wonder Bread Heman. Yeah. So there's like all this mystery about this this figure and how it became. Like there was rumors that it was a promotion through Wonder Bread, which turned out to be not true. That um, what happened was there was a there was a promotion that if you bought a certain figure from Mattel, that it didn't even have to be Master Universe. Could have been uh, uh, Strawberry Shortcake. I think was was one of them. This this is back in the eighties. This is back in the eighties, right? Okay. This story just came out recently by uh by the, the the guy he goes by the the name Toy Guru. He was a uh, Scott Knightlick. He used to be used to run Masters of the Universe, you know, for these figures behind him. He was okay. the brand manager, so he has he's privy to some information, and he's digging through archives and all this kind of stuff. And he and he brought up that what he found out was. They ran this promotion where, and it was early on, it was maybe 83, 82. It was early on. It was before Manny Faces was made. That I know. The 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 promotion was if you send in, you know, three proofs of purchase from these different lines, you would get a, a He-Man fi- a figure, a He-Man figure. So these kid, this kid ends up doing that, expecting a regular version He-Man. And ends up getting a He-Man with brown hair, brown trunks, black boots, a black belt, no no chest armor, and coming with red uh, burgundy weapons. So this kid's pissed off, right? He thought he got gypped the whole nine yards. The mom sends a whole letter complaining that her son got screwed and blah, 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 blah. So, so then Mattel, trying to save face, ends up just getting... Uh, sending these figures out to supermarkets, you know, your Acme's and your Pathmarks mm-hmm. and your whatever out West, whatever they have out West. And that was it. So if you kind of got one of these figures, which I, I couldn't, I don't know what the number is of actually made, but they are like the, the, the figure to have in your collection. There's the, the, those things are worth, a lot of money, especially if they're in great condition and all that kind of stuff. But that figure, I wish I had. I've never seen one in person. Hmm. Um, that's how rare it is. 
and I've been, and I've been to shows and I, you know, the chances of me finding one or at least seeing one is pretty good. And I still have not seen one yet, but that figure that, that wonder bread He-Man is to me the most um, elusive, mm-hmm. elusive figure from the vintage line that is worth the most. And if you had that in your collection, to me, you're a badass. Yeah, and it, and it just yeah, looks is. like a He-Man that they, you know, mispainted. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and there, it, it, yeah. there was no armor, no nothing. So it's kind of no. like a Savage He-Man. You know how like the Savage mm-hmm. He-Man came out and he was just like, ah. So that's right, kind of right, right. like that's like the or- origins of the Savage He-Man. And what a lot, a lot of collectors like to do, there was an extra uh, weapons pack, right? And then they take the Zodak. Right. They took the they took the black the black armor and they put it yeah. on there. But that's not how it originally Right, it's came. not. But a lot of people, for it's some not. reason, take this extra armor and put it on He-Man since he doesn't have it. But the Wonder Bread He-Man is just like this crazy, you know, outlandish yeah. story. Um, that. Okay, so this was the classics, like, rendition. Yes. They gave him one, one door, so it's like a, a little joke, you know, with Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. But his name was actually, you know, um, they actually just called him He-Man, you know, and it just... But it was they they made a joke about it. But there's the armor that the Oz was talking about, mm-hmm. and it's just brown, yeah, brown so trunks, you're, black so, black things. I got you. Yeah. So um, for the podcast, yeah. So you're holding up. You know, it kind of looks like a almost like a bootleg He Man there. It, you, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the original version is money. Is money. You know what I mean? And and, and you're paying. Thousands so like, and thousands give me around like how much? Like around about for like a, a decent. If it was in great shape, I'd, I'd probably probably fifteen, probably fifteen grand. Yeah, uh-huh. with all the weapons and, and everything like that. And this yeah. thing is in, you know, if it's in perfect perfect condition, you know, paint is good and everything like that. If you have one of those and you can find one of those, you got a hell of a find. Hey, and for um for you guys who want to check Carlos out, you know, he's on Instagram and he he's at los l o s underscore the underscore collector check him out um, he's got videos and pictures of his collection and, and is like i said i haven't seen it yet in person the oz is like dude when you see this in person it's it's a, it's a museum and he has like you know it, it's not a whole bunch of stuff just thrown around you know there's it's you walk in and, and it's it's very well organized and it's yeah. tells a beautiful story so dude um before i kick it to the oz again bro thanks for coming on truly appreciate it um you know and this is only the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, you got stories for days. Well, yeah, we were just talking about masters. We didn't go into anything else, man. There's, dude, I got a lot of information that I I need to get the hell out. <laughs> and you know, I, I'm 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 really thinking and debating. We're gonna have to talk about it because this was the original, you know, cousins collectibles was right. having Los with toys. And Tony and I, you know, you know, with the cars and then and bunks with the ideas and, you know, the four of us getting together and, you know, continuing what we imagined, you know, before we started all this. So, we, you know, we're definitely going to have to see if we can bring that to fruition, because that, that I think that would be dope and maybe do something similar to how we have Corky's Corner once a month on the vintage. Maybe we could have a, you know, a, a toy, you know, episode or just like a mix of how we're doing toy cards um, because it's all collected. And like you said, whether it's toys, whether it's cards, whether it's coins, it doesn't matter. We all collect something like Tony's wife is collecting sneakers. My wife, uh, I don't know, I think she collects anything. Oh, maybe, you know, Betty Boop. I think that's what she collects. She doesn't admit it, but she has some Betty Boop, you know, you know, figure figurines. So that's her thing. 
And I know your wife, what is it, um, Walking Dead? Uh, yeah, she, well, she has all kinds of stuff, but um, she started doing Game of Thrones figures, okay. you know, and stuff like that. And and, and so she's, she don't want to admit it, but she is. She, <laughs> yeah. She's a collector. You know? Nice. So we're all collectors, you know, and again, Los, thank you for but coming that's on. A healthy, that's a healthy mental thing to do. It's yeah. not, not something to look down on, you know, people like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, sports cars, oh, that's what a waste of money. No, man, it's a healthy, you know, some can, some people can make good money on it. Some people are doing it for their feelings and for it, like we talked about, that that comfort, that this is what I, this is what I remember and this is what I like to like to be surround myself with yeah you know? the nostalgia baby gets you every time in today's story skeletor was looking for a shortcut a quick way to riches and power you may know some people like that always looking for the quick way to get ahead of everybody else well it doesn't work that way the people who succeed are the ones who work for what they want so don't be fooled by those who say they have a sure thing there's always a catch to it don't sell yourself short. The right way is the best way. Until later. My hero He-Man. Even back in the day, he knew to stay away from the scammers and the get-rich-quick schemes. As the saying goes, if it looks too good to be true, then it probably is. So have fun collecting what you love, but always know that not everyone has you in their best interests. So thank you, He-Man, for the years of entertainment and the years of wisdom. And thank you, Los the Collector, for sharing your story. And if one day you get tired of your He-Man collection like you did your wrestling one, you could always donate it to your favorite cuz. Cousin Oz. I love you, brother. Now make sure you follow Los at Los underscore the underscore collector and hit him up if you have any questions about toy collecting. And don't forget to check us out and give us a follow at Cousins underscore collectibles on Instagram. And make sure to watch us on YouTube as we drop a new episode every Thursday and hit that subscribe button. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Ayo hey, Tone. Bring the beat back.